Right. Welcome back to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir. Let's turn to the final bit of today's uh, 123 show, and that is Artsing Around with Andrew Dambina. In today's Artsing Around with Andrew Dambina, he speaks with Enid Choi, the arts editor at South China Morning Post, on the Operation Santa Claus 2021 NFT art fundraiser, which has a physical exhibition on form uh, on from today that's displaying the works of five different artists. Well, thank you for inviting Inviting me to the show, I'm Enid Enid Cho. I'm the arts editor of the South China Morning Post, and I'm here to talk about NFTs or non-fungible tokens. And there's a great reason to be talking about it right now because the annual Operation Santa Claus between the South China Morning Post and RTHK Radio Three has got a, a great event among this umbrella of events that are going on, where there have been specially commissioned NFTs, and we're going to talk about exactly what these are in a moment, that are on display in the Start Art Gallery, which is at 508 K11 Musea in Chimsa Choi. And it starts today and it's on until the end of Sunday. An NFT, which stands for Non-Fungible Token, is a technology built on the same kind of platform as cryptocurrencies. So um, I'm sure most of your listeners would be familiar with things like bitcoins mm. um, or ethereum right. which are the two biggest cryptocurrencies and um, nft itself is not a currency it is sort of like a digital certificate of authenticity that you can attach to certain assets for example a work of art and it's particularly useful for artists who make digital works because before NFTs, if you create a JPEG, say, yeah. a digital image, then it's very hard for you to sell it because people will just say, hang on a minute, I can just copy and paste. Or you as the artist can copy and paste and send it to a gazillion people. Right. There's no scarcity. But with NFT, you can attach it to a digital work, be it a still image or an animation or a video and then you can say this is one edition only or limited edition of five and only those people who have an NFT, this certificate, can be the, the legitimate owner and can therefore sell it on to other people. Right, so, so it really is talking about a security feature within uh, uh, there are a few variations of format too, aren't there? I mean, even in it, it, what's interesting in the show that's on at uh, K11 Musea is that there are some still images, there are some moving images. There's one hologram, and so it really is pushing the boundaries of digital art. These are these are not um, all two-dimensional pieces. How did you choose the five different artists that are taking part in this uh, fundraising exhibition? The artists who are participating in the exhibition in this project, they have a really diverse range of backgrounds. So I, in I invited them to join this project because some of them. I knew were already looking into this technology. So for example, Natalie Wong, aka Paper Sneaker, um, she is best known, she's probably better known for the physical objects that she makes. So I mean her uh, pseudonym, Paper Sneaker, has to do with a really successful project she made a few years ago. Literally making sneakers with paper. <laughs> and, and also she has 
done a lot of works with neon lights. Um, but um, she was looking into NFTs after somebody who bought one of her paintings turned it into an NFT to sell without her knowledge. That's a bit cheeky, isn't it? <laughs> it was really, and um, and so she thought, "Hang on a minute, I should look into this myself." <laughs> yeah. And then Ophelia Jacarini, who's a ballet dancer, um, she makes artworks that express the movement of dance. Mm. She tries to capture what's ephemeral bodily movements but without showing the body itself and so her work is quite abstract mm. and she has always been very interested in using technology to help her kind of uh, materialize that abstract vision so she looked into virtual sculptures and in order to sell virtual sculptures mm. she thought mm -hmm. NFTs would come in handy so she's made a virtual sculpture. It's um, in this brilliant blue. It rotates. And also, she's taken it one step further. She's created a physical object, a one and only physical object, which is a hologram. Mm. A hologram housed inside a very specialist frame. So it's like a picture frame. You can hold it in your hand. And in it is a rotating hologram. Is there much depth? I mean, how many centimetres deep is that artwork? The frame itself is no bigger than an, an ordinary picture frame. So the NFT is attached to the digital virtual sculpture. But when you buy the NFT, you also get this physical object. Right. Oh, okay. Got it. Well, we're actually looking at this as we interview on, 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 a, on a screen at the moment. And the, uh, the rotating sculpture does dispel the myth that you wouldn't be able to show a sculpture in a couple of centimetres deep frame because it might be hard for the listener to comprehend but the, the three dimensions as this abstract bright or vibrant blue sculpture rotates you are seeing every part of the form it's really quite an amazing thing to see yes I couldn't believe my eyes when I first saw it because it looks so solid well, there are some bids already on some of these artworks and if people want to go to osc.scmp.com you can find all of the artworks on there and looking at the piece that we were just talking about by the artist Ophelia Giacarini, there are bids already going on. Bids will be closing later than the exhibition is, uh, is, is on itself. Yeah, how long is this going on for you? Of the eight works two are up for auctions i.e. open to bids the others are multiple editions that are sold at a fixed price and so even before our marketing push uh, within the first week of um, these works being minted being launched we've already sold three artworks mm. from the pieces that have multiple editions right. and who have also received bids for some of the pieces up for auction. And um, I should also clarify that the works are sold in two different kinds of currencies. So in the NFT art market, Ethereum is by far the most popular cryptocurrency used to buy and sell these. It has one major advantage. The liquidity of this market is enormous. Right. And um, but the disadvantage is that it uses 
a technology that's not very environmentally friendly. It uses a lot of electricity, a lot of power. So some of the artists have opted for a less well-known but greener mm. uh, cryptocurrency called Polygon. Um, it is one of many, many options out there. And it's really encouraging to see that some of them have been sold, even though they're not being transacted using a very mainstream currency. Also, there's been an attempt by you and the other organizers to request that artworks are at a reasonable or affordable price range, right? Yes. So Frog King, Guatmanho, is, of course, the most experienced, best known of our five artists. So his video, Frog Dimension, is probably the most highly valued of the lot. Excuse us while we, while we watch the, the Frog King's video while you're, while you're speaking. A lot of sound effects there. The minimum bid for Frog King's Frog Dimension number one, his first ever NFT, is 0.9 Ethereum, which comes to just under 4,000 US dollars. This is the work that has the highest value among the five. The other works, for example, a lovely animation by Evie Chan, aka Moon Casket, of these monster creatures having <laughs> dim sum in Lin Hang Lao. Um, <laughs> that's prized at half an Ethereum or half half a, a, a polygon rather um, some editions of it have been sold already um, Rainbow Jair, um a very accomplished painter her first NFT of a Hong Kong night scene is also prized at a very accessible level and um, and so you have um, a, a range of prices but all relatively accessible. We're not talking about Beeple's 69 million US dollar JPEG here. We're talking about you know, prices that quite a lot of people can afford perhaps. And so it, it means that we don't have to worry too much about anti-money laundering checks because to be honest, it wouldn't be very efficient to launder your money at this for a, level. For a few thousand Hong Kong dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So if people are tempted to buy an NFT, particularly from this collection, how would they keep them? How would they display them? Obviously, the Ophelia Jacarini one comes in its own special display, which would be easy to display. But if someone bought, um, for example, the uh, the silent animation of the monsters having uh, dim sum at Lin Heung Restaurant, how would they enjoy that? Would they view it on their computer or other devices? Or is there any way to put it against a wall in a traditional kind of display your art kind of way? Well, Rainbow, Rainbow Zair, who has made this lovely painting, digital painting of a Hong Kong night scene, she is giving whoever buys the NFT a signed print, ah. high resolution signed print. So that's one approach. But with Eevee or Moon Caskets, um, uh, it is digital only, a digital animation. The dim sum one. That's the dim sum one. I have spoken to collectors who are fairly new to this. Mm. And at the beginning, they would just look at their NFTs on their phones. But then I know somebody who's just bought a digital frame. It's like a television screen, basically, just to house her NFT collection. Um, and just hang it on the wall. <laughs> wow. Did she begin that when she had just one or was it when she realized she was going to get into this and have a few and just 
to save exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's a really nice option, actually. I mean, it really seems to serve the purpose. So, Enid, I think we need to go back to let people know where they can see the exhibition and where they can see things online, and we should allow the listener to browse what is available and hope that they might be tempted to join the newest art phenomenon. So, where can people see things? So, from today until November twenty-first, from eleven a.m. to eight p.m., you can pop into Start Art Gallery, which is on the fifth floor. Of K11 Museum in Chimsachoi, and see these lovely works of art. And then it's going to go on beyond that. People will still be able to bid on those that that have not been sold out. That they will be able to see on the SCMP OSC Operation Santa Claus website, right? Which is OSC. SCMP.com. Go to the homepage and click on through. Thanks very much, Enid, for your time and wishing you all success and for all of us in raising funds for this year's Operation Santa Claus. Please give generously. Thank you, Andrew. And that was Art Singaran for this week with Enid Choi, Arts Director at the South China Morning Post, talking to One Two Three Show's Andrew Dembina about Opsan 2021's NFT Art Auction Fundraiser, which has an exhibition on from today, displaying the works of five local artists. It's on、uh, from the 21st of November, as we heard at the Start Art Gallery in K11 Art Mall, Chimsa Choi, and the works will. Uh, also be on display and can be bought online at、uh, OSC、uh, at the new、uh, SCM at the OSC dot SCMP dot com. Thank you very much、uh, for your feature, Andrew Dembina.